I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Well, happy Friday. This is the show, the one show to rule them all. You know what? We had to push a lot of topics from last week to this week. So we figured we'd finally talk about Wheel of Time, Expanse, Ghostbusters, Afterlife, you know, all the stuff we're watching. Oh, and I have some new music for you that is so awesome. So as usual, we're just going to nerd out like crazy today. You know what Mr. Miyagi said was the best defense in all of karate? High outside block against an axe kick. The best defense is no be there. You mean don't be there? Guy teaches you centuries of his ancient family karate and you can't help him with his English? Let's rock it! Oh my gosh, welcome to The Real Brian Show. Thank you for joining us. So, Captain, how are you today? Have you yeah, learned... Yeah, no be there. No be there. You yeah, know, we'll be there. I was going to say the best... Uh, uh-oh. Speaking of no be there, your voice no be there. My voice is gone. Yeah. I got... <laughs> what, Pardon. what did you yeah, do, man? Were you shouting, like, get off my lawn? Like you, I, you Apparently, that's... You did that, that last week. Obvious. Yeah. That would be the obvious uh, okay. assumption that I, I shouted myself hoarse. And technically, it's true. So, yeah. Okay. So, I sound like a bit of a prepubescent boy today. I apologize. <laughs> uh, I might... I might. My voice might crack a few times. So, uh, for your listening enjoyment. Okay. So you you were shouting in your dreams again last night, night terrors. Is that is that what happens? It's a night terror yeah. of some kind. Yeah, a couple of nights ago I had, okay. a, or a few nights ago now I, I I woke up beating my pillow up and screaming bloody murder, oh, and uh, that shreds your vocal cords when you do that, man. You, you know, it does. Can you can you imagine what it's like? like it's hard to imagine this because none of us have, have who are alive have been in this situation, typically. But can you imagine what it? How how loud you would scream if you were if you thought you were actually dying right then and there? Yeah, I mean uh, you're right. I mean there there is that aspect to it. I've had yeah, so many dreams like that too, where I wake up screaming and shouting as well. So I, I hear you. Well, it's not the, it's not a dream. I, my dreams are all fantastic. As oh, I've well, said that's okay. That's good. I, but I it's like a awesome waking dreams. dream, right? It's a it's a night it's a night terror. Yeah. It, it, has, okay. it has zero to do with my conscious dream or conscious dreams. It has zero to do with the dreams that I remember, at least. Yeah. Um, and so I'll wake up screaming as loud as my body can possibly scream, and I'm not kidding. I don't hold back. <sighs> oh my gosh, and, dude. And and the funny thing about it though is that it messes up your vocal cords for a few days, but it doesn't hurt. My, my throat doesn't hurt. That's I so just weird. can't talk very well. Yeah. So you have the experience of that when I overuse my vocal cords, it hurts. It burns. You yeah. know, it burns. <laughs> hey, uh, this is something you might need right here. Okay. Four Sigmatic cacao mix with Rishi. This is shroom. You, you want some shrooms, man? You, you want shroom? Yeah, Smoked, man. Let's man? Get some Dude, shrooms. Did I ever tell you the story when I was in Jamaica and we were we were there and this guy walks up and they're just like, Hey man, you want some smokes, man? And I'm like, no, thanks. And he's like, yeah, he's like shrooms. <laughs> and so I was warned when we went to Jamaica that there would be potentially people that are, well, there would be people that are trying to sell you drugs. Some sure. of them would be undercover cops. They're trying to like catch uh, Americans in the act and stuff. And so, I mean, lame. I was like, uh, I, I got to go. But I mean, I, I later I thought I should have just said, no, man, I got a dealer back in the States, man. I'm good. I got my shrooms. So <laughs> Four Sigmatic is a, is a company. This is not a, I wish they were sponsoring this freaking give us some money, man. Come on, Four Sigmatic. All <laughs> right. <get> paid. <laughs> but so come on, man, we might make it rain here. So this is a, a company that goes out and I actually heard the story. I don't even remember where it was. Might've been on a Tim Ferriss show or something. They go out and they forage for, you know, healthy mushrooms, not the psycho, whatever, you know, right. hallucinogenic ones. And they were talking about all the different health benefits that mushrooms have. And I mean, you know, there's all kinds of benefits, to all kinds of things. You know, a lot of us eat mushrooms on our salads or pizzas or whatever. Some right. of us don't. Anyway, this is like the Rishi Organoderma. But what's funny is that I found this and this is what I'm drinking today. It's, it's a hot chocolate mix with Rishi mushroom in it. And it's supposed to help you chill 
So I'm wondering if like, you know, between, you know, one of these drinks, these chills or like chamomile or heroin or something like that, like maybe you wouldn't have those night terrors. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Are you drinking one? Are you drinking it right now? I'm drinking it right now. So here you go. Uh, yeah. Troy and I bet in the morning. Mm. So let's see how your demeanor is at the end of the episode. <laughs> I've had these before. <laughs> if you're like, if you're like, yeah, that was a good show. Yeah, man. man. Yeah, man. This far out, good man. Stuff. Had a lot of fun. Yeah. See you guys next week. Yeah, guys. I'm going to like pass out in 20 minutes. So this stuff has cacao, <laughs> you know, cacao, cacao powder. Uh, let's see. Coconut palm sugar. So it's, it's really not sweet at all. In fact, it's two grams of coconut palm sugar, which is significantly less of an in, insulinemic response. I prefer Why monk fruit, but this stuff's good. Grams. Oh, it's just enough to round out the flavor. Huh. Otherwise it'd be pretty bitter. Then it's got the reishi extract, cinnamon, cardamom, and a little bit of, I hate stevia, but <laughs> thank God the stevia is stevia. pretty minimal because uh, I like Steve, but I hate Stevia. So yeah. Anyway, it's good, man. It's it's a. I always add a little bit of vanilla extract and almond extract because that's what I like in my my hot Steve. chocolates. But it's good, dude. And it it actually does kind of calm you a little bit. It's not like, wow, man. It's just yeah, I'm good. Stevia is the Karen of sweeteners. Am I right? Except for all the Karens out there that now just hate you because you just use their name in a derogatory <laughs> manner. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm hey, jumping on the bandwagon. Check this out. Look at my hair here. So uh, if you're watching, like right, yeah, right there, that little point, this was not intentional, but I've got almost the Wolverine haircut going on the this just this side. So I thought, hmm, you know, if I grow it mm. out a little bit, I can have both sides with the Wolverine, you know, point essentially. And then it comes down. I did that once where I grew the whole lamb chop thing, did the Wolverine haircut. And I mean, I did. I had the chops all the way down and everything. And I was walking around with a leather oh, jacket for a while. I'm not kidding. Do I have pictures to prove it? Yeah, you're going to have to prove that. I'm sorry. I will. Absolutely. No, it was uh, <laughs> it was intended for Halloween, but I because I had been growing it out for a while, oh. I left it for quite a few weeks and I'd be walking around. And people would literally double take and be kind of like, because I'd have the Is leather jacket Wolverine? with the stripes like, dude, that's like Wolverine, man. Is that Hugh Jackman? <laughs> like, yeah, that's me. Oh, never mind. So, uh, yeah, no, 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 it's not Hugh Jackman. He's uh, Hugh Jackman's too hot for that guy. I don't know, but he's too tall for Hugh Jackman. Yeah, that's true. I am. Well, Hugh Jackman's pretty tall, too, man. Oh, I thought he was short. Uh, well, no, Ben no, Stiller right. is Hugh short. Jackman is, Hugh Jackman is tall. Wolverine is supposed to be short. Oh, you're right. You're right. That's, that's right. He's okay. more like short and stocky, you know. Yeah. By the way, you yeah. can't say fat or you know, chunky anymore. What's a good term? I mean, would you say like, like sturdy corpulent corpulent? Is that, yeah. I like sturdy though. You know, well that, uh, you know, that, that man, he's not fat, man. He's sturdy. Uh, I especially shouldn't say it about a woman ever, you know? Oh, <laughs> she's sturdy woman. Oh no, 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 no. You know? Yeah. Also don't call a woman handsome. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, take they it did, from me. They did that in star Trek so much. Like, Oh, you're a you know, Picard would say it. You're quite a handsome woman. And I'd be like, Ooh, Ooh, you're not going to get that date, man. Ooh, it's appropriate in certain circumstances, or at least it used oh, to be. Yeah, so yeah. I don't think it is anymore. I don't know. Um, my, yeah. my ref or my recommendation is just don't refer to anyone's weight and you're good. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Easier out. Yep. Yeah. Or, or Wolverine style hair. Actually, I don't care if you like, dude, you look like Wolverine. I'll take that <laughs> as a compliment. You know what I'm nerding out on right now, captain? Um, a lot. Yeah. But. I mean, too much to, to mention here, but I'll tell you, how about that? Star yeah, Wars Jedi Fallen Order, by the way, thank you to you, Captain, for, for mentioning that the sequel is expected in fall of 2022, <laughs> which is this year. Whatever. Yeah. Just in case, you know, you're like listening in at 35, 14, double, double that and add a year. And yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. In the next I, few years. I don't know because they seem to be doing it. They're not blizzard. You know, they actually do release things on relative. I don't know. I hope it comes or, out. I'm excited. That first game was just so good and I can't wait for the second one. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, All right. Here's I, the other thing that I'm nerding out on. And by the way, I'm going to go into this with high hopes and good expect, great expectations, great expectations. All right. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, the rings of power officially coming September 2nd this Already? year on Amazon. Oh my God. Yeah. They've been working on season one now for quite some time. I mean, we've been getting teasers of it for so long. It's ridiculous. You know, but okay, I, I'm going to read a little bit of this because I was excited from what I read here. These are relatively newcomer showrunners, J.D. Payne, Patrick McKay. They're setting the bar extremely high, extremely high. So they say what they're doing. This story is supposed to take place in the mysterious second age. Tolkien didn't write a, a, write about that at all. He just basically alluded to it, referred to it. 
but essentially it's during the forging of all of the rings. It's the rise of Sauron, the epic tale of the Numenor, which and the last alliance of elves and men. So all of that together, it'll be interesting to see kind of how that works. Uh, There's about, what is it? 3,700 years or something like that for the second age, somewhere around there. So, you know, who knows if they're going to be, what they're going to be doing as far as that, but they've got multiple seasons planned and it is, who knows? It's going to be all during that time. What's interesting to me, and I think this is a positive that I'm going to take away. They're not going to try to recreate that which Tolkien already wrote. They're just going to say, okay, well, this is the mysterious second age that he didn't write about. Um, so we're going to write about it. And we're going to create something, which means oh, we don't have much to compare it to. So I may have a we'll correction see. to that. Uh, I may have a correction to that. Uh-oh. Tolkien wrote a lot about these previous ages in what's called the Silmarillion. True, um, true, true. And I think he wrote quite a bit about the second age in the Silmarillion, but I don't know how much. I, I read it when I was in high school and it's been so, what, uh, you know, 30 years ago. So, yeah. Um, and that's one I've never written. I've never read. I wrote the book. Uh, that's one I've never read. And so I, I have it. Haven't gone through it, but from what I remember, it was more of like a, a reference style book. It wasn't a story necessarily. So maybe it's actually gonna... a compilation of stories. Is uh, it? Okay. So there you go. Yeah. People lied to me. Yeah. I hate when people lie to me. They told me like, oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's like reading an encyclopedia. It's not a story. It's more like reading the Bible of Middle Earth. So there's a lot of okay. allegory huh? and, 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 and random like short stories. And, um, but again, it's been 30 years since I read it. So I'm, I'm yeah. speaking a little bit out of out of turn here. So, so um, here's the question then. Should we go read the Silmarillion in preparation for this so that we can understand the references or will we, and then go, Oh, they actually took these little short stories and turned them into something magnificent. Or will we be disappointed if we do that? I don't think you'd be disappointed because again, the Silmarillion is written in such a way that, I mean, there, there's going to be a lot of interpretation, whatever he wrote about the second age, there's going to be a lot of interpretation about it coming okay. into this, into this show. I'm just, I am forever nowadays very worried that they're going to woke this thing out of control like they did with uh, Wheel of Time uh, a little bit. I mean, it wasn't out of control, but I mean, I'm, I'm just really worried that the, the times we live in are going to rub off on this production and it's not going to be very satisfying. I'm really yeah. worried about that. We are going to talk about Wheel of Time and, and we'll mention some of that, but you're right. It wasn't as woke as it could have been. They did a few things that kind of was like, eh, okay, but no, it wasn't in your face. I hate that term, by the way, woke. It's such a dumb I term. I do too. I think everybody I, I'm hates looking it. Forward to, I'm looking forward to not having to talk about it again. Yeah. Should we just, uh, I don't even, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let, yeah, I agree. Let's hope, but I don't know. We're going to see what happens. I, I do know that they were kind of teasing the fact that they're talking about the 19 rings that were forged and then the 20th right. and how Sauron, no, not, was it 19? I no, thought it was not at all. It was like seven rings and, and no, it was more than that. Uh, no, it was, Dang it. Come on. How many times I've seen Lord of the Rings uh, and at the very beginning of the Fellowship of the Ring, they say how many rings there are. I don't think there were 19 of them, though. Everything I've read has referenced 19 (laughs) rings. Everything. And I looked at different sources. There goes my voice. voice. I know. Hey, hey, guys. Uh, They said 19 were given to the elves, dwarves, and humans. And then one, of course, was given to Sauron, but they were all, it was all a manipulation, right? According to the story. But they're supposed to, supposedly, uh, cover some of this on this. And I, I don't, I really don't know. I mean, they're, they're, they're teasing stuff, man. They don't know they're, they're, We don't know what's going to happen. I don't, I don't deserve this poster. This behind me right it's now. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Really 19. Come on. So, I mean, I've seen Lord of the Rings a thousand times. I know. Well, I thought like, there were, zero I thought now. there were less than that. I didn't know there were 19, but see, now I need to go back and watch the intro because the intro of the Lord <laughs> of the Rings says there were so many forged and this many were given to this right. one. And, I don't memorize. No, math is hard. Okay. I know. Right. I seriously, I don't memorize numbers. I mean, what was the, uh, the, the womp rat in star Wars? You know, you're not a real star Wars fan. And then you could say, Oh yeah, you know, it was a, but it was 3.5 meters. That's no bigger than a womp rat. I, I don't know what the meters were. I I hate math. I hate numbers. Okay. So just lay off. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, you're okay. Captain, you're okay. I got your back on this one, man. What are you nerding out on dude? What are you nerding out on? Oh, are we done? Okay. So uh, that's all I had to no. say. I mean, I, I got nothing else on Lord of the Rings. We just got to wait and see. Okay. Well, I, uh, <laughs> my, we, my, sorry, I, I was caught off guard. My wife and I got uh, new iPhones last night and Verizon, we're with Verizon and they, they have this, these promotions right now where 
if you get a, if you upgrade to a 13, which is the newest iPhone, you get a lot of money off that 13. If you get like a, if we upgraded to like an 11 or something like that, we would not have saved as much money. Yeah. So we both got iPhone 13s and we weren't planning on it. But my point is, uh, we have the newest iPhones. And um, if my webcam has been a little bit, you know, not as sharp as Brian's these last several episodes, it's because I have a normal webcam. And my iPhone, apparently there is a software that you told me about, Brian, that I can download to convert my iPhone into a really high res webcam. Yeah. Yeah, there's All actually, the there's so. two. What, what's really neat about this is that, yes, you know, webcams are webcams. They're, they're limited. You can even get the 4K webcams, but even then they're still limited on their, oh man, this, um, you hear that? That's uh, that's oat milk for, oh, that's the other thing. I made it with oat milk. It tells you to to make this with water. Man, I'm gonna you, I'm gonna put milk in it, man. Oat milk is better, dude. Uh, anyway, it makes my um, <laughs> the mouth noises. Anyway, yeah. so what I was saying is that webcams are limited in their camera quality. That's just the way they are. Even the 4Ks are. They're not bad, but yeah. you know, you want to get a good camera or a DSLR if you're gonna be using doing stuff on YouTube and stuff like that, or use your freaking iPhone if you got an iPhone. Their cameras are yeah. amazing, and the 13 camera is phenomenal. I mean, you're you're a couple generations ahead of me right now, but. Now I, I don't have the pro, so I only have the two cameras on the back. That's pro okay, has three cameras. Yeah. And it's cool because they, they take the same picture, but they like it with it with two cameras that it co it collates the two images into a yeah. better image. Well, and with video, I think it's a little different how that. it works. I'm not entirely sure. But either way, okay. if you have, you know, the outside camera pointing in, it's a it's a 4K camera if you really want it to be. There okay. are two programs that I have heard about. One is through Elgato, and that's like an eight dollar program, but it kind of uses the camera and it does a couple things. It's, it's nice. It'll work. It's, you know, you could do that right now and just mount your phone in front of you. But then there's another, uh, it's called camo, another program that's a little bit more, quite a bit more expensive actually, but it, man, it, it like utilizes the full aspect of an iPhone camera. You can control it on your computer so you can see what you're looking like. And there's all kinds of really unique controls. What's cool about this though, is that you'll come in at 4k and people will be like, dude, what kind of DSLR camera do you have? <laughs> got my iPhone, man. <laughs> yeah, so I got to, I got to get gonna a, up I your quality arm. Yeah, I got to yeah. get an arm for it to hook on something. Yeah, you need uh, some kind of mount, you know, like right. Eh, right. Yeah, just put a yeah. little. Yeah. You could clip it onto your monitor, maybe. I don't know what's out there. We'll see. We'll figure it out. That's cool, man. Oh, so that's the first thing I'm nerding on. Second thing I'm nerding out about is is we just watched last night uh, a, a a documentary on Netflix that has been out since November called Fourteen Peaks. So it's about an all Nepalese mountain climbing team who climbed all 14 of the world's tallest, what are called 8,000 or peaks. Oh, wow. So eight, eight, uh, peaks that are taller than 8,000 meters um, in less than seven months. And they broke three world records in the process. And his team did it in six months and six days. Wow. It was a great documentary. Uh, this guy, his name is the, the leader of the team. His name is Nirmal Purja. Uh, he led the team for Project Possible, it was called. Uh, everyone told him his goal was impossible. Of so course. he called it Project Possible. Uh, I mean, all the experts said, you can't do that in, say, in seven months. There's no way. And he did it with a month to spare. Uh, he did it in 2019, so right before COVID hit. Uh, and this superhuman, he is a superhuman. He was a Gurkha in the British Army. And if you, those of you who don't know, Gurkhas are uh, kind of a somewhat elite uh, group of uh, usually Nepalese uh, soldiers that have been um, uh, drafted by the, not drafted, but uh, volunteers for the British army and the Indian army, armies that were associated with the old British empire. Like the Navy SEALs still, equivalent? And no, the, the, Gur- the Gurkhas are not special forces, I don't think. But, okay. Um, so he was a Gurkha, but then he also, he, um, he applied to and was accepted into the British special boat service, not the special air service, the SAS that most people, a lot of people have heard of, but the special boat service, which is similar to the Navy SEALs. Oh, that is. Okay. So gotcha. yeah, so he, he is an operator. He's a special, uh, ser- he's a special services operator. So, uh, but then he left the army to pursue mountain climbing. And the most remarkable thing about this documentary and his, this journey that this guy and his team went through was that they went out of their way to help fellow climbers on several occasions, uh, risking uh, their lives as, and they did it without hesitation. So like they get, they just got down from climbing this peak and they got a call that there was another climber stranded on halfway up the mountain. So they mm. just right, they just immediately took a helicopter ride back up, helped the guy uh, and then took him down. Wow. So, <laughs> wow. So people, I mean, what people don't realize is that people die climbing these peaks all the oh, time. Yeah. And most of us never hear about it. So well, well, don't mountain they tell climbing, you, 
Don't they tell you when you're thinking about, oh, I'm going to climb Everest yeah. or K2 or whatever, don't they tell you like, yes. yeah, you're probably not going to come back, so make your peace, and if you do, great, but most people don't. Is, I mean, isn't that what they kind of uh, warn you? It's not most people at all, but okay. it is some it, people. <laughs> the, the chances of death are quite real and uh, pretty high, pretty decent percentage, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, people, I mean, you can apparently if you go to Mount Everest or any of these big 8,000ers, you can, if you look off the trail in certain places, you'll see bodies just oh, yeah. laying there because they can't, they can't retrieve them. Yeah. So, um, which I've always found fascinating. Why couldn't they retrieve those? That some, surely somehow they could retrieve them, but apparently they can't. Well, so, there's something about the altitude. You know, planes can obviously go that high, but helicopters can't. Most, oh, okay. well, at least not that I know of anyway. Maybe they have a new helicopter that can go that high, but that's not, uh, it's beyond the ceiling of, of helicopters that I'm familiar with anyway. Okay. So I don't that know how she'd get up there. Anyway, yeah. if, if it, I mean, mountain climbing is not my thing, but I recommend that documentary to anybody who is, wants to see a real life superhero story. Yeah. Because that's what it is. This, this guy and his team are superheroes. They wow. are. Yeah, that's really cool. Real man. life superheroes. That's neat. You know, I appreciate you sharing that because I'm not somebody who typically watches documentaries very often. Uh, you know, sometimes they're they're amazing. You know, and then sometimes they're eh, they're okay. You know, but um, I appreciate that. I appreciate you you bringing this to attention because it's kind of like oh, now I'm interested. <laughs> it's yeah. it's man. No, it, it, it applies to our show because it's the whole unleashing your superhero thing, and yeah. and that this doesn't get more unleashing your superhero than. I mean, it, it, it doesn't get more than that. So yeah, it's neat, man. Well, thanks for bringing yeah. it to the attention. Well, we got more to share in a minute as far as what we're watching. We've been kind of pushing all this stuff off for a while. You know, here's what we're watching. Here's what we want to share with you. And then of course we just haven't had time. So we're going to do a lot of that today. But before we do that, you've got, you've actually got two origins, but we're going to do one today and we'll save the other one. But thank you for yeah. everybody bringing And we've got a lot of origins coming in right now. So thank you for that. But what's today's? Yeah. So today's origin, it's a fairly short one. It's beats me. Like yeah, that was for beats me. me. <laughs> yeah. Was yours? Okay. I was wondering, I'm like, I always say beats me, man. I'm like, dude, okay. I got to know where that came from. There's got to be something. My, it's been on the list for a while. So uh, the origin of this expression is unclear. It may uh, well come from poker in that a player who realizes that his cards will not win the hand or gambling round will declare that the opponent's hand beats me. In other words, it's a con- concession of defeat. Uh, eventually okay. this situation in poker became a metaphor for being defeated or overwhelmed by any question or situation, but another possible origin. And again, I apologize for my voice. Another possible origin I'm is that it, hey, I'm sure <laughs> it could come from, it could come from beating information out of somebody. Like when someone is holding back information, they would get beaten until they tell the answer, like tortured or whatever. Uh, in this case, the person would be saying that even if I was beaten, I wouldn't know. Therefore that became popular saying, Beat, beats me to indicate you don't know. So in, now see that one sounds yeah. a lot more plausible. The first one would be, yeah, like it beats me. I, I don't know. Like that does it beats me, but it, it doesn't really the expression when somebody says, Hey, where, you know, how many, yeah. how many rings were there? I don't know. It beats me. Like, I don't know. I really don't know. And I'm, I'm going to beat the information out of me. I torture you. I'm going to waterboard you, man. I still don't know. I swear. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I'm, unduly embarrassed about that rings quantity thing. I really should know the answer to that. Call question. yourself a fan. It's been years. I'm sorry. I got to take your nerd card away now. I'm, I'm, I'm totally kidding, yeah, man. Seriously. I, I, I wouldn't oh, I remember either. I mean, I had to look that one up too. <laughs> and you know what? I found three sources that said 19 rings. They could be wrong too. Oh, so maybe we're all no, wrong. If you found three sources, I'm, it's probably true. I, I, I just don't remember that number. I don't know. I really don't know. All right. Well, here's what I do know is that Cobra Kai season four was so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. So I, we finally finished it. You know, it's 10 episodes around 30 to 40 minutes each, depending on what, you know, the episode and all that. But right. I'm just, I'm so constantly happy with how they've done the show. Amazing. Really. You know, they, they keep you engaged Four seasons. They've kept you engaged. The character development continues to grow, continues to be something that's worth doing. I mean, oh, and it's drawn in all three of the karate kid movies, which is also amazing. I asked this earlier. What no, about the next Karate Kid with Hillary Swank? When are we going to see that no, no. one? I, I don't know. But right. anyway, and maybe they won't because that might be, again, the whole Indiana Jones Crystal Skull one. Like, yeah, we don't because it didn't involve Daniel, know. but it involved Miyagi. So I, I don't know. But anyway, I, I was so excited about it. it yeah. It's so funny how the show is about people who can't agree on things. They don't listen to each other. They <laughs> hold grudges. And so let's just fight about it. And I'm like, I hate that stuff, but I just love right. the show. I don't know right, how right. they do it. They really make it work. But then, you know, there are, 
man, there were some things in there where finally you're like, okay, okay, this is good. This is good. I'm, I'm feeling some good resolve here finally. Yeah. And the, and the last scene of the last episode was just, <sighs> oh, and you're just like, damn. You know, you're, you're talking about though, will they bring in the next karate kid with Hillary Swank and stuff? I mean, every season they brought in and they, they've essentially yeah. brought in characters from the next, you know, one of the past movies. Season one was just all the first movie season mm-hmm. two. They brought in characters from the second movie season three. They brought in a character from the third movie. Yeah. I don't, I mean, season, uh, well, that, that was season four, I guess. Sorry. Yeah. Seasons one and two were, were the first movie anyway, yeah. but season five, I think there's a decent chance they're going to bring in references to the next Karate Kid movie. So. I think it'd be good if Hillary Swank, I mean, I, she's such a big actor. Well, I don't know what she's doing these days, but she was yeah, such a big more, actress. Yeah. And it's like, I think it'd be cool if they could get her in for a little bit. I mean, again, that movie was not a good movie, but man, they could redeem that. They could redeem her character. And because, mm. you know, I like her and it would be kind of fun to see what they could do with that. I don't yeah. know though. It just, it had no relation to Daniel at all, which was uh, that's, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah. either way, I mean, I'm glad they confirmed a season five. We were suspecting like, there's no way they can end this. I mean, hopefully. And then it was like, oh yeah, okay. They confirmed it. We're good. So we'll, we'll see what they go with it. But I'm hoping they keep going. Yeah. They said season four was going to be it, but I, I hope yeah, they just keep what, getting renewed. So, they keep going. So yeah, if, at the very end of season four, it's obvious they have to have a season five. And that yeah. was very, very, uh, that, that just felt great. It, it did. was, it was wonderful because I thought it was over. So. Yeah. Oh man. I couldn't believe what happened at the end that I did yeah. not see that coming. Wow. <laughs> that was beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Well, so hey, watch it. Well, and, and also there's some things in there that makes me go, Oh, oh who's, who's going where at this point now? What's happening? Oh, we need to talk. We need to do a movie to, or uh, we need to, we need to make our own movie. We'll call it the, uh, the karate men. No, we need to uh, do a video on this. Cause I think there's a lot of, of theories and stuff we can really get into. Yeah. Plus it's it. popular. Sure. All right. Peacemaker. Uh, did, did I mention this last week? I can't remember if I mentioned this last week. You I think, mentioned it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so I watched episodes one and two and Lord thunder. <laughs> he texts and he said, dude, I've watched the first three episodes of peacemaker. What do you think? And I got to thinking, oh, okay, you know, well, you know, I, I just saw the first part. I said, well, let me go, let me go finish episode one. And I'll let you know. And it was the funniest thing because he was just like, this show's insane. And I said, okay, let me go watch this. So I'm, I'm like, you know, are you liking it? And he goes, well, <laughs> this is what he said. It's so foul that it's enjoyable. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, all right. And then he's like, yeah, that opening scene. Wow. Just wow. You know, so he's like, uh, it's ridiculous, but he can't help but watch to enjoy it. So it's one of those things where you know, as I was thinking about that and we were kind of texting back and forth and we were kind of saying, I can't believe they said this and stuff like that. It's one of those shows where I go there. The humor in there is making me laugh really hard. Some of the action scenes and other things, you're just like, wow, this is um, uh, uh, James Gunn, right? So he did Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. and right, then he was yeah, kind of yeah. like, oh, they held me back. And so he did the new suicide movie and that kind of got mixed reviews. So this is now his version of what Guardians of the Galaxy in his mind could have been, you know, like without a rating. <laughs> Interesting. It's and yeah, so no, I'm looking forward to watching it. On one hand, I go, like I said, this is really fun. It's really fun to watch. And then the other hand, I go, I shouldn't like this though. This is <laughs> like you said, it's so foul. It's like, it is foul. And, but it's more, or it's Marvel. It's DC. Oh my gosh, dude. I, maybe I need to get some coffee instead of this chill stuff. 19 rings, not, man. Not, nine, <laughs> 19 <laughs> it's DC though. It's comics. I got to watch it because I like this kind of stuff, you know, but anyway, yeah. it, it is interesting. And, um, I, I, I gotta tell you though, like it, it's not for, uh, the family to enjoy. So don't, right. uh, don't be like, Hey kids, let's watch peacemaker. Nope. All right. Unless you're a bad parent. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> all right. Really quickly. I wanted to mention, you know, I've not watched expanse season six at all, but the, the series wrapped up six episodes in season six, which I thought was kind of crazy. Personally, I, I know that it doesn't cover all the books, which is also very interesting, but I just wanted to mention really quickly that the Wraith who's been on the show before and thank you for listening, Mark. Appreciate it. He has hosted a podcast all about the expanse. So if you're a fan of the expanse and you want to oh. dig into detail, every episode by episode discussion, go check out his podcast. It's called the expanse podcast tales from the Rasanante. So Go check that out. I'll make sure to link it in the show nice. notes as well. But you watched it, Captain. So I am curious to know yeah. what your kind of final thoughts were. Uh, and also like six episodes. Was it, was it enough? Did it, did it pay off? What happened? 
Yeah, so I finished it, and I'm I I am disappointed that this is really the final season. They the, the, essentially what they did was at the beginning of every episode of this last season, they they had a sequence at, at the beginning of every episode. I'm pretty sure they had a sequence that takes place on a planet called Laconia, and and it's key in the books. This what happens on Laconia is key. When they were when they were filming this season, they didn't know yet that it was going to be their last season. So there's a lot of content in the beginning of each episode that is totally wasted now because if if they don't continue there then it's it was there for nothing so so if this is the last season and it sounds like it is it's it's gonna it's going out with a whimper rather Mm -hmm. than a bang let's put it that way that's too bad i mean to me it's disappointing because if there really are more stories to tell why aren't they going to continue to do it like why would they you know in fact i heard someone uh, i saw sorry i saw a comment from somebody that said you know, shows like this, they need to end because they keep going and they just get worse. And I'm kind of like, it was kind of a naive comment considering that there's more story written that they have yet to cover. Why, why would they end the show? It doesn't make any sense. So yeah, maybe more really good story too, by the way. So yeah, you, uh, by the way, Wraith, do you have any insight on that? Cause I, I don't know. And I've not listened to the podcast I, because I have not watched the episode or the season yet. So I'm not, I'm not there. Yet. I think I'm, I'm thinking of checking out his podcast just to see what he thinks about oh, it. Cause I'm it. sure he said something about it. So I would assume so. But yeah, Mark, yeah. if you've got a, a comment, please uh, send us something that's non-spoilery. Love to play it. Yeah. I want to do a special thanks to spider pan, by the way, for posting to the Facebook group. And this was cool that, so there was a, a scene. And again, I, I haven't seen it, but you know what I'm talking about where right. there was a, a screen of all the vitals from what the, the, a, a, a group, a, a bunch of, uh, of um, was it the Marines. Sort of people who are going to invade something. Uh, okay. So yeah, <laughs> keeping it you know non-spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to trying to say it as as you know non-spoiler as I can. Right. I loved this because this kind of went around a little bit, and I know some of you have seen this, but they mentioned so there's names of the actual characters from the Expanse show in there. But then, I mean, this was kind of a hidden little Easter egg, and you know, I, I've got the the screen right here, but you know, on my phone here. <laughs> um, yeah, you can see that. See D Idaho. That's uh, Duncan Idaho from Dune. Jay Nesmith right. is Jason Nesmith, which was, you know, Captain Taggart. <laughs> Peter, 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 Peter. Quincy, Quincy, Quincy uh, from, you know, <laughs> Galaxy Quest. There right. are some names. Uh, let's see. E-Buck. E-Buck. That, was that Buck? I don't know E-Buck. E-Buck. I don't know about E-Buck, but there was uh, Ripley and uh, Hudson and Hicks. And They're all in Vasquez there. from Aliens. Yeah, all of them. Uh then there's uh let's see I, this is kind of fun to watch though Our, let's see Deckard is in there uh from Blade Runner oh from Blade Runner yeah yep um let's see I, I and I'm going through these it's it's so fun because I like these but uh, oh yes Shepard Commander Shepard from the oh nice Mass Effect games D Quaid right. Dennis Quaid that's funny uh, G Akbar uh, I mean all we know is Admiral Akbar I don't know what his first name is maybe it's Greg or something <laughs> I don't know but. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's uh let's see. Oh my gosh. I'm looking through these. Um, okay. Flynn. That was um, Tron, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I, some of these are hard to read actually. Oh, W Riker commander, William Riker from star Trek. Yep. Um, Connor, Sarah Connor S Connor, yep. <laughs> Jay Rico, Johnny Rico from starship troopers. K wow, Thrace, Kara really- Thrace from, uh, from Battlestar, Battlestar. Black. That's just a few right there. But I mean, what a really, really cool way to honor sci-fi and fans yeah. and the shows and the actors and the characters and all that. What an amazing thing that they did. I wish they would have featured that a little bit more obviously, but dang, that was cool. I had to bring that up. Yeah. If you're not in the yeah, Facebook group, make sure to go join that links are in the show notes, description below and all that. And you can actually see that image that was posted. So cool, man. All right. So wheel of time. We've been putting this off because we were actually going to do a spoilery video on it. And it just hasn't worked out. So we're just going to talk about it really quickly and, and not get too much. I, I will tell you my thoughts here on it. I loved the characters in Wheel of Time, by the way. I liked them all. I, I was happy with them. My only issue was, and this, by the way, this did change. So in the beginning, I was kind of saying some of these actors, they look a little too soft to be, you know, somebody who's living off the land in a village and has to fight for, you know, their safety and, and the protection of the villagers and stuff like that. Like hmm. the guy that played Rand looked like an indoor programmer, a, a computer. I mean, literally it looked like an it or an indoor programmer. And I'm like, and he's fine. No, he's not. His fingers aren't even dirty. His fingernails are clean. It's just like, it just didn't fit. <laughs> now he did a great job. I liked him. I had no problem with him and I loved his character. 
it was just an issue of maybe the casting wasn't exactly the best. You know, they could have found somebody a little more rugged. I don't know. That's a nitpick though. That's not, that's not a, a make or break for the show for me, but I would say that in general, the show to me just felt okay. I feel like the, the character, I mean, okay. So comparing this to Cobra Kai, the character development in Cobra Kai is stellar. I know those characters. I feel like, like I've known them. I feel like I could go and just be like, yo, what's up Hawk? You know, Hey Hawk's my friend, you know, I didn't get to know any of the characters really for the most part in wheel of time. I, I, by the, even by the end, I was kind of like, I feel like I still don't really know these people. You know, the development just wasn't very good, but you know, the big bad, all that stuff just felt pretty weak and tame. You know, it's like, maybe we don't want to scare them. I don't know, but it was just kind of like, this was kind of a, kind of a letdown, you know, when we see that. And I'm thinking like, we're looking for somebody like horribly evil and sinister, you know, or even like Thanos dangerous. Yeah. Right. And it just wasn't, it was just kind of like, eh, whatever. Um, what? And then the other thing is, is like, uh, they talk about the whole time. Like we got to reveal who the dragon is. And uh, you and I talked after this, but I was asking you, did they actually reveal who the dragon was and what just happened? And you were like, Oh yeah, they did. And I was like, wow, that wasn't very clear to me. And it was the Uh, way they did. It was very underwhelming and almost like, what? So that was kind of disappointing too. Yeah. But really what, what happened with this show, Brian, is that the show creators had way too much material to fit into a short season. Yeah. And so it, it compromised the character development and compromised a lot of the story elements. It made the, the season confusing to anyone who hadn't read the books. Um, because I, I could, I could picture watching that if, if I had not read the books, I'd be like, what, what are they called? Why are they doing this? And yeah. why are, you know, what's a, what's a Taveran? What, is that what they said? Yeah. What's an eyes to die? I mean, what? I, yeah. There's a yep. lot that they, that they had to cram into a, a few episodes that it just, I just, in order to do wheel of time, right. They have to do it in a very, very, very long and extended series like game of Thrones. They have to see that here's, here's a contrast, right? I had to go look up stuff in order to understand what was going on with wheel of time because I had not read the books. Now, when I first saw Lord of the Rings, I also had not read the books. I didn't have to look anything up now. And later on when people would kind of share additional details that I missed, I'd kind of like, Oh wow. I didn't see that. And it just added to the enjoyment, but it didn't cause me necessarily more understanding. I like, I didn't miss anything. I did. And I didn't. Right. So when they did the extended scenes, you start to understand a little bit more about why what happened did happen. But with wheel of time, I just kind of felt like I still don't really entirely know what's going on. And <laughs> even with looking stuff up and trying to read stuff and watch some stuff, I'm still like, I'm still a little lost and that's just not good storytelling. If that's the case, have they, have they uh, approved the second season? I'm, I'm curious. I don't know. I haven't either. I, I will I'd say be this surprised though. if they do. Yeah. I mean, I hope they do because they need to, they kind of left us on a cliffhanger, but I'll say this though. The, the music in the locale was beautiful. It was wonderful. Um, the outside package of the show was, was actually really well done. The scenery was great. Most of the CGI, yeah. but definitely not the last episode. Um, the CGI was good for the most part. You know, the story, the character development, the rich depth that I think we're used to getting from some of these more epic fantasy like stories was really lacking. Um, now, Amazon did this. Now, Amazon's done a lot of great stuff, though, but then Amazon did this and Amazon did that new world game that we felt like was great skin, but no, no substance. Right. So, yeah. but again, Amazon's done good things. They've, so I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like they, if they're going to do a season two, they need to knock it out of the park. They didn't do that with this first season, but it yeah, wasn't bad. It'll be interesting. I, I still enjoyed it. Now, we did I'll have watch a, season two if it comes out. So, me too. We did have a friend who is a, a book fanboy and, um, he More absolutely am, yeah. hated it uh, with a passion. Yeah, he it hated horrible. it. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of opinions out there about it, but you know, if you like fantasy, if you've not read the books, it's still worth watching, but you might be confused. You might not. I don't know. Um, it's no, I mean, even witchers, even though it can be confusing at times, it's far, far easier to get to know and get to know the characters and everything else. Fair enough. All right. Ghostbusters afterlife, dude. So you already talked about your thoughts on it. So I'll just share mine really quickly. And again, non-spoilers here, nothing like that. I, I really enjoyed it, man. It was fun. It was a great nod to the original movie. They uh, really only kind of nodded to the first movie, maybe a teeny bit to the second one, but mostly the first one. They right. had a good amount of nostalgia. At times, I feel like they overdid the nostalgia, especially with the music. On one hand, like I appreciate this, by the way, when, when newer movies will use 
sections of the original soundtracks. You know, they harken back to it. You know, I loved it when Star Wars did it. It's really, really cool. But I felt like it was way too much of the original soundtrack throughout most of the movie, actually, until towards the end. And then it was kind of like its its own soundtrack. But for the first, I don't know, two thirds of the movie, I was just like, man, I'm just listening to the old soundtrack. That just feels kind of weird. Even though I liked it, it was too much. Um, same with the nostalgia, like the Matrix Resurrections, I think, depended on the nostalgia, which right. wasn't good. I don't think Ghostbusters Afterlife depended on the nostalgia as much. Although I was surprised that the story kind of was a little more of a copy than it was an original, uh, more than I, more than I uh, expected and more than I wanted, which, right. which was a little bit, um, I don't know. Is that lazy? Is that a cash grab? Yes, I think so. But at the yeah. same time it, it worked and I enjoyed it, but I don't know. Um, one more thing I was going to say, and this, this was kind of funny to me. It was almost a stranger Things style. And not just because, you know, one of the guys was in it, but right. You know, the first movie was such just that, that SNL, you know, Saturday night live style humor and chemistry that those four guys, those four actors brought to the show. And then of course, you know, you get Dana, there is no Dana, only Zool. you know, <laughs> Dana was there and Janine was there and it's just like, it worked. It was so funny. And everybody was just like the perfect chemistry. This movie didn't really have it. Um, a couple of the characters were charming, but the chemistry just wasn't there. The other thing, and, and I don't know if you've noticed this captain, but I find that that type of chemistry from movies in the eighties and the nineties really doesn't exist much anymore. And I don't know if it's because like acting schools and, and you know, just what it, I don't even know what you call them, but like acting the way people learn how to act and stuff like that, like they've changed it. And so yeah, maybe, maybe it's, it's more less comedians now. Yeah. I, I don't know. Or- I don't know. That's a good question. I, I, I'm not observant enough to really speak to that observation. So uh, it's possible. I don't know. Well, we noticed that with, and this goes back a few years, but with the original independence day and then the second independence day, it's like the original independence day just had like some of the old, old school actors, whether you like the movie or not, there was a lot of fun <laughs> chemistry between those guys. And then in the second movie, they just didn't have the chemistry at all with the, the younger actors. It just didn't work. Um, huh, so yeah. I guess it kind of depends, you know, but I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but maybe somebody who is an actor could kind of say, Hey, well, the, the school of acting has a different style these days. I don't know, but it's still worth seeing. If you're a Ghostbusters fan, yeah. absolutely go see it. It's still very good. For it's sure. still fun to watch. Um, very I just, fun to watch. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. And I've said it for a couple of episodes in a row is that I, I really wish that movie companies would start doing something new and unique and original as much as possible because I'm, I'm just getting kind of tired of all these reboots and, you know, sequels and it's fun, but I'm starting to get bored. If that makes sense. I hear you. Yeah. Remaking things is very popular right now. It's, it's, yep. it's a, it's very in vogue. So, I mean, it, and you know, speaking of remaking, you know, the final fantasy remake mm-hmm. uh, for PC uh, yeah. or, and you know, for console before that best game design, best character development, best music, best art direction, all of that makes this the best video game I've ever played. Ever played. Did you, did you Final play F- the original? Yes. Yeah. I played okay. the original back in 90, 97. Um, was it and completely uh, different from the original? No, that's, that's what makes this remake better than most video game remakes is that it's the first one I've seen that actually remade the game. And I didn't, I don't mean they just, they didn't put new skins on it. Like most of the companies do now. They didn't just take the original game and just kind of make it look better they remade it and it, it is, it is the original game with a lot of embellishment, but the same plot, the same characters, it's, it's just blew me away. It blew me out of the water, especially. And I, I was very surprised at this, the, uh, the score, the soundtrack, Yeah. Uh, every area you go to in that game. And it's a fairly long game. Uh, I, it took me 31 hours of game time to play, uh, to beat it. Wow. 30, maybe 34 in the thirties. And, um, everywhere you go in the game has its own unique, score its own unique uh music and every one of those musical pieces is blows you out of the park awesome nice and the the, the scenery the the uh there are places where the the cinematography if you will in the in the movie is just it you just you just want to stand there and take a screenshot it's like wow just, that's cool now if you love video games please do yourself a favor and play this game i have only heard raving positive reviews about this remake game. And I know the, the PS four version was out quite a while ago. 
the PC yeah. version just came out a couple of months ago yeah, and December. they're already, you know, working. So from what I understand, the original Final Fantasy seven game from 97 was the complete game, but the remake is just a portion of that game and they're going to be releasing the necessary sequels yeah. to finish it out. Right. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're doing it in parts because they're embellishing it so much. They're, yeah. they're literally remaking it and to remake so it good. right. They couldn't remake the game to, to remake the entire game the way they did uh, to remake the entire game the way they did would have taken them a, a decade or more. Mm. Uh, it, wow. It's just because there's so much effort that went into this remake. Yeah. I'm impressed that they even did it. Um, it's just, it, it blew me away how good it was. So, you know, and I started it cause we, we got together and, I was kind of doing some stuff on right. Uh, well, we figured out a way where I could broadcast the PS4 through the PC and over discord or something like that. It was actually <laughs> right. kind of funny yeah. how we did that, but you know, you were watching me and I did not go very far. I think I only played what, maybe, no. maybe an hour, maybe, yeah, maybe less like than that. that. And so I, I just remember though, that that whole first hour that I was playing, it was like, it was almost like you were controlling a movie. And I think, you know, it, it's interesting when people say, well, you know, I don't game. I don't really understand gaming. Imagine being in control of a movie that you love. It's kind of like that in a way. Now, granted, some games don't ever get to that point, but a lot of games, if they're done right, it's literally like you're playing the movie you're watching. And I just think it's so cool. It's choose your own adventure kind of thing. And I mean, somewhat, I guess games like that, they do kind of move you through a progression. It's, it's linear, but not like untowardly linear. You know, there's, there's places where you, you can go different areas and do little side quests while you're waiting to continue the main quest. But, and can't you still make uh, choices in the dialogue and stuff like that? Or is that, I don't know if you can. I I haven't played it all the way through. So maybe not. (laughs) Well, I know there's some games out there where, you know, they, they force you to, to like, you have to pick this and you're like, I don't want to pick that. That's a stupid, no, that's a terrible choice. And then there's other, you know, like we've talked about, um, Star Wars, the old Republic, which gosh, I just want to go back and play that because they keep adding new content and I just want to go play the new Uh, content, but that's a game and brilliant, right? You could play a Sith and or you could be completely dark, you know, and take over and just ruthless murder, or you could play a Sith and choose the light side and they hated you for it, you know, or right. you could be a dark Jedi, you know, and all of a sudden you're killing people and the Jedi council's like, well, we're a little worried that you're going to follow the dark side, but congratulations. You're on the Jedi council. Like, Oh, that was bad. It's awesome. Yeah, that's bio, some, that's bioware for you right there. They, they give they, you choices. They, they excel at that, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. I appreciate that, but well, good to know, man. And, and, and again, I've, I've got it ready to go and, and I'm finally just going to sit down and I'm going to play it all the way through now. Cause you know, it's been a year now, so I want to go back and start over and play it. But if you're saying it's, it's the best you've played better than alien isolation, then I'm all over it. It's we're going to have fun. You'll, 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 under, you'll understand when you complete the game that you'll, you'll be raving about it. Like I am. So nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'll be like, <laughs> sorry, <much>. that was <laughs> Wow, dude, if you, uh, if you were listening only and did not watch that, you just missed out. All right. I've got some, (laughs) or or you dodged a bullet. Oh, that'd be another origin. All right. I've got some new music for you here, man. Um, wow. I mean, wow. Right. I mean, wow. Okay. Five songs here. I have to mention these. I'm sorry. I got so excited about the new music this week. I was just exploring new stuff and a lot of it's because, you know, some of these artists I just like, but they're, they're great songs. First one I'm going to mention, you know, you know, I'm a big fan of Chandler Layton now, which of course I first heard her doing the vocals for an Elenium song been a few years ago now, but she, you know, she's, she's got some okay solo stuff. You know, some of it's good. Some of it's okay. This latest song though, it's called let it go and no, not the one from frozen or whatever the heck that song is. Uh, very different. Oh my gosh. It's mesmerizing. It's beautiful. It's haunting. It's, ah, oh, she just, she's really showcased in that one. So we're going to put all of these songs in the TRBS 2022 Spotify mix, which by the way, links below in the description and also in the show notes for the podcast. Make sure if you like music, go down there, click on the link. It'll open your Spotify. Even if you have a free account, subscribe to that, that playlist. So you can, you know, make sure all the, as all the new music's coming up, make sure to get all that do whatever you want with it from there. I don't care if you listen to Apple music or whatever, but just make sure to subscribe so you can get all the new stuff we're talking about. Now Grimes, huge. We're both a huge fan of Grimes and she's got a new one called player of games, which is, Oh, so it's really, really good. Typical Grimes style. Love it. Also a huge fan of Aurora brand new album. Hold just a second. Yeah. There's an interesting story about that player of games song. Apparently she wrote it about Elon. Oh, uh, there's a lot of references to Elon because they're not together anymore. She's not with Elon Musk anymore. Okay, so I didn't know. So that. 
Yeah, they broke up. So um, anyway, yeah, that, okay. that makes the song more interesting. So uh, check, check out the out. story when you get a chance to listen to it. It's right. good. Um, now, Aurora, we're both fans of Aurora here. Uh, she has a new album. It's called The Gods We Can Touch. And the song that I picked is Everything Matters. There's a bunch of good music on there. I don't know if I like it as much of her as her, her earlier albums, but it's still really good. And this song, Everything Matters, is kind of that Aurora style, but really unique and clever. Now, one more, well, actually two more here, but one is uh, The Weeknd. I'm a big fan of The Weeknd. Although, well, some of The Weeknd's music, I just kind of like the style, but then he did a song with Swedish House Mafia and it's called Moth to a Flame and it's catchy. And it gets in there and you're just like, oh, yeah, this is good. It's, it's kind of a chill song. It's real nice. But then, dude, Captain, um, are you a Muse fan? Sort of. On and uh, off. I, okay. don't dis- I don't dislike Muse. I, I especially like when Muse uh, invokes Queen. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, yeah. At least one or two of their songs back in the day. So I know some hardcore Muse fans. And, you know, of course, Knights of Cydonia is still one of the, the ultimate favorites to crank up, you know. I always like when Muse comes out with a new album because, or with, with new music period. And it's been a few years now. Vocally is amazing, amazing vocals, mm-hmm. really, really clever and creative uh, and, and talented musical arrangements and stuff like that. Like you said, they'll even go queen type at sometimes this song's even a little different than their older style, which I love, but it's called won't stand down. So if you're a Muse fan, you've got to check the song out. It's just awesome. So all of these songs are going to be in the TRBS 2022 Spotify playlist. Subscribe. Have fun. Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. Whenever I hear someone yell fire in the hole in a movie, I start to feel sorry for them since I can relate to that problem. Then I realize what they really mean and I blush. Oh, you know what the music means. Thank you so much again for joining us. Really appreciate it. It's been fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. What a good time. All right. Anyway. We'd love for you to just, you know, connect with us, really. I mean, it's so important. We're going to have fun. We got so much coming down the road, but here's what I want you to do. Have a great week. Enjoy every moment. Choose a healthy perspective and a positive attitude, and The Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.